What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Campbell Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the program once again. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. You can find fresh episodes coming at you every Friday. How we doing out there? Um, I will be honest, I'm, I'm a bit feeling a bit burnt out this last uh, week or so. Maybe even the last couple weeks, just trying to, uh, to find the fuel to keep the, keep this thing going, keep everything going. Actually, it's not, not just the podcast, but just the... The daily grind of life has been has been wearing and um, just been been trying to keep trucking along here and uh, not not let it get me down but but just kind of keep on pushing through with hopes that there is a something something greater on the other side and feel very fortunate to uh, to get to have hangs like this uh, with with my friends from tribe Mars to to keep fueling the fire and, and kind of remind me of, of why, why I do this and maintain this, this weekly commitment, um, not only to the, to the listeners to put out new episodes every week, but, but also to myself, it's definitely been, it's been a good thing for me to, to have that. And it's just nice to, you know, set, set a goal for yourself and, and continue to keep, achieving that goal um and uh doing it man next week is um two straight years of of doing this thing every friday not missing a friday and i am uh i'm super proud of that and i would you know just encourage uh all the all the grinders and hustlers out there to to keep on your thing man and 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 know that there will be some some payoff for it somewhere like even if it's not monetary the uh you know um a mantra of mine has definitely been the the value is in in the experience and and that's something you know i've talked a lot about with a lot of different people a lot of different artists that are you know maybe struggling to get to that next level of uh of things or or even those you know who who have been successful you know it's not it's not always easy to understand why why you're doing all this or or at least it's not for me you know there I have plenty of days where <laughs> I kind of wake up wondering what it is that I am doing with my life and, and it's not to say that I'm not proud of of all the work I've done with this podcast and and uh and kind of inserting myself into a community and kind of growing my my own part of the community through through doing this podcast and whatnot and um yeah it's just it's just wild sometimes and i think at at my age of of being in these early 30s um it's it's very important for me to kind of keep grinding on with the 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 dream or or the things that I really enjoy doing aside 
you know, outside of my nine to five and just really, you know, trusting in the process and, and, and trusting that I'm doing, I'm doing this for a greater good. And even if that's just that greater good is to keep me in good mental health and, and just finding some presence and, and doing all this and, and also just kind of trying to continue on with this, this idea that, that life can be more than, than just a nine to five grind and that I don't have to follow some, some path that's already been set out in front of me. And, and I can, you know, make some decisions to do some things that, that maybe, uh, seem unconventional or maybe don't make sense to everybody, but I just continue to have this, this pull, this, this thing that keeps pulling me to, to want to, you know, live, live a life and, and have documentation of it in some way and to not feel trapped by this need to just make money and, and buy things and, and have shit basically. Um, and just maintain these things, these, these measurements of, uh, success that are kind of, uh, put upon us. And, and I think that, that hopefully every day I'm, I'm kind of learning what my own measurement of success is and that I don't have to conform to, to some sort of lifestyle just because I'm, I'm getting older and, um, you know, especially, I think I think a lot a lot about these things just because I don't, you know, I've I've made it this deep into the game without, you know, having any children out there or having a family of my own at the at the moment, and so it's it's just really, it really gets me thinking about how I'm spending my time because I don't I don't have these obligations to, you know, financially support anybody other than myself and um i just really hope that i'm i'm taking advantage of that freedom in in the right way and i don't i don't know if there is a right way i think that's also something i've come to understand is you know there is not necessarily a right decision for everything it's just a decision that you make and and that will you know kind of lead on to the next thing what i do know is that uh you know i just don't want to i don't want to not to be morbid but i don't want to die tomorrow knowing that i just kind of spent the last few years working a job that i don't really enjoy every day you know and and not really having a reason for doing that other than to get a paycheck it just doesn't it doesn't seem to amount to much to me, but, um, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this rant. I'm just letting you know that your boy is burnt out, but I'm, I'm trucking along and I'm, I'm searching for, for meaning every day. And, and I feel like in, in a productive way. And, um, I don't know. These are just the conversations that I enjoy recently. It's just, 
talking with others about about their struggles and and whatnot and and just kind of knowing that most people are are kind of experiencing the same thing for a lot of us i think a, a lot of us end up working these jobs that we don't really care about too much and and then ob- financial obligations build up and build up until the kind of to this thing where you're you're almost trapped in that you're you're trapped in that that job because you need that that money to to make all these payments and i'm just trying to figure out the best way to uh kind of live outside of that and and not get kind of overwhelmed with a bunch of financial obligations so that I feel like I'm, I am tied to this job and, and need it. Um, but anyway, if you're, if you're out there, you're listening to this you're this is resonating with you. some somehow just, uh, just keep, just keep pushing along and don't, then, uh, yeah, just, just keep, keep on keeping on and and keep finding things um that that fill your cup um that's one of the one of the things brought up in this conversation by um by santiggy who's the mc of uh of tribe mars a brilliant lyricist he's got one of my favorite deliveries of words and um he 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 kind of mentions that you know even when he has has had a kind of a rough day at work or or with whatever you know anytime he walks into that that rehearsal space or or um you know walks into a venue to perform with his his band his unit of people tribe mars you know that's never a burden to him so i think it's important to to keep finding these spaces and and the energy to kind of escape those burdens and, and lift them off your shoulders but we got tribe mars on the show i'm i'm really excited man this is tribe mars is is one of my favorite bands not not just here in in portland or in the pacific northwest this is this is one of my favorite bands and i stumbled upon them a couple years ago um thanks to my friend uh brandon Lindsay, also uh, a member of the the hive mind collective that is uh you know a live band hip-hop collective that that tribe mars is a part of adverse effects corgi and bass um the pariahs two planets when when they're not on crazy hiatus and but uh brandon brandon told me about about tribe mars and and told me that i needed to come check them out and I immediately fell in love with they were, what they were doing, and I just really admire the way that they've gone about things, especially having some some member changes here here and there, or, or adding pieces to their to their tribe. Um, they they've just done it in a way where where it could easily sidetrack their process, and and they have somehow from from the outside looking in i see them doing it so smoothly and and doing it in a way where they've actually gained even more momentum and and just continued that and not not let anything derail what they're doing and i'm excited for people to to hear their debut record that they've been working on for a really long time and and a lot of changes have happened within the band 
since kind of starting that process and i'm i'm just very uh very grateful to you know to call some of these folks you know friends of mine and i've I've gotten to spend a lot of time with this band i made a short film uh called move through you that was about tribe mars and that came out in april we shot it about a year ago and even that is just like a snapshot in time of the band you know there's there's some pieces now kyle has been added on the sax kyle just crushes it on the sax and he was not um really a member of the band yet so so he's not a part of that that docker um the the live show that we captured but i'm super super proud of that that documentary that i did on tribe and i was i was just grateful for them being open to the idea of me you know putting some cameras up on on some rehearsals and doing some on-camera interviews with them and they've just always been very receptive to to my ideas to to share with the world um what i think is just an incredible band and just an incredible group of people uh shout out to kyle and vaughn and sean who were not a part of the the conversation i had with uh with the band uh we did this over at their rehearsal space before they uh went in to rehearse for their their upcoming show the big show is july 6th the album release show it's at mississippi studios i will definitely be there and i think you should too um it's it's an amazing lineup astro tan who's been on the show before some great dudes and that's a band who just really seems to be tapping in to something really great right now too so i would i would catch that for sure so astro tan dan dan and then tribe mars if you have not seen this band yet you have heard me talk about it on so many episodes uh so i'm stoked to finally have an episode with tribe mars i i admire these folks within this band so much um uh, not only like their level of musicianship that exists within the band but just also also they just the vibe that they create within the community of of themselves and and the people that come out to their shows i think is just something very special uh, i know we're getting we're getting wild with this intro we're nearing 15 minutes and we're gonna get into it i promise we're gonna we're gonna kick it off with the jam uh if you want to support this show please uh click subscribe on itunes click five stars and write a review it just takes a, a minute or two to say a few words about the podcast and it really does help with the sustainability and also just kind of shooting the podcast up into the itunes charts and uh getting in those itunes charts is super important to the show because it helps other people um find the show makes it a little more nationally visible so it's it's great exposure not only for the podcast but for the artists that come on the podcast to to gain some more national exposure not just within the pacific northwest but we've got people listening from from all over not not just the states but all over the world which is 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 very cool and uh it makes me smile to know that there's there's all these people that i've never met before listening to this show regularly and it's a it is a very beautiful thing and um so so much love to all the supporters out there it's it's uh it's super appreciated and uh I enjoy the fuck out of doing this and that's why I keep doing it and keep putting episodes out every Friday. So 
Much love. We're going to get into episode 117. I will put links in the uh, in the episode notes so you can find everything, so you can find Tribe Mars, um, and you can keep up with what they're doing. Uh, keep up with the Hive Mind Collective. Hive Mind Monday is going down at once a month at Alberta Street Pub. Check that out. That's a That's a great night to be exposed to a bunch of great music. And also on July 2nd, uh, blueprint the rapper blueprint will be here uh dusty fox research and development are going to be opening that show so that's going to be really great on july 2nd but uh july 6th is, is the big date for tribe mars and i hope to see you there we're going to kick it off with a uh, a track off the record it's the first track off the record i believe and uh it's called sun raisin let's get into it <laughs> Quotes, references, JFK was shot for more Malcolm X shot for less Social Darwin dominance, the power and the prominence But who can be dishonest with the truth And still be modest in the open Don't tell me it's history, don't tell me Don't tell me economy, don't tell me Don't tell me it's history, don't tell me Don't tell me economy, don't tell me And the fire in the sky is the color champagne And the fire in the sky is the color champagne And the fire in the sky is the color champagne Cause it can all go away with no one to blame Confusion, erosion, delusion, pollution Solution is we're losing cause we're winning at what we're doing Moving in a direction made by students who've been stupid With the knowledge and the wisdom, turning college into prison Put your mind and all your children left blind by the design So religion to your kind just to get you to pay for Christmas They're also dropping bombs so pretty soon they'll all be gone Because it's time to move the fuck on already It's time to don't tell me it's history, don't tell me Don't tell me economy, don't tell me Don't tell me it's history, don't tell me Don't tell me economy, don't tell me And the fire in the sky is the color champagne And the fire in the sky is the color champagne And the fire in the sky will be the color champagne Cause it can all go away with no one to blame 
Dry Mars. Hanging hanging out here on this lovely day. Beautiful day. With uh, part of the crew here. We got Hell of a day. We got Dre, Brett, Tiggy. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Aaron and Robert. Don't want mics, but they're here. <laughs> they're here. Um uh, yeah, man, I'm stoked stoked for the the release of your 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 record. Finally, I feel like you guys have been working on this thing for a while. Yeah, finally is the uh, a couple years understatement. Yeah, a couple years, couple. Uh, half half a decade. No, not that long. <laughs> yeah, kind of long. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been two years or so since I saw you guys play first at the the street pub. That was. Uh, that was definitely a different different time for this band. It's definitely evolved into to something else, I think, since then. And, and some lineup changes have have been made or added to since that time. But I don't know. I think just my my biggest thing with this band from, from seeing it from that show on is it's it's always changing and evolving and getting better, but it it's always uh seem to have created this this energy that I acknowledge as uh, I don't know there's just something that you guys do particularly in the live show it seems like of creating this space for for people to uh, just vibe out and have a good time and it seems to pour out from the stage into the crowd and it's something I've always admired about this band and it's just always made like as soon as I walked into that first show I, I didn't know like I didn't know any of you guys yet and I didn't really know many people in the room, but I just felt like I was a part of something very quickly. So, yeah, I think that uh, part of the reason why this album has taken so long uh, to make is because of that aspect of the band that we're constantly changing. Um, the personnel has changed since we started uh, recording. We've gone through different transitions. We've worked with different musicians. Um, different horn sections, different backup singers. And so we kind of, um, this is is a representation of a lot of that, um, of of, um, just a community that we believe in, that we believe is is great um, and has a lot to contribute as far as, you know, the music goes. And so, you know, we took our time and we wanted to do it right, and um, we're happy with the product, and we want, we're ha- we're very happy to keep going forward in a new direction and and continue to grow. Um, yeah, and just keep going. Yeah, this uh, this album is a culmination of uh, a bunch of different events and a bunch of different uh, relationships that. Um, we formed uh, with us getting together and then that we've also formed with other people uh, along our musical journey. And so as far as like how long it took to put it together, yeah, that's, that's definitely a, a testament to um, just a lot of interaction, a lot of human interaction, social interaction. And then to, uh, to touch on how you felt uh, when you came into that, that first live show where Tribe Mars was playing, like that's that's our intent that's our intention like just and how we go about making the music and performing the music yeah it takes a village you know yeah for sure and i and i think <laughs> i think uh part of the fun of like 
attending the shows now is that is getting to like witness other people be exposed to it you know because uh, to some degree i know what's coming you know but when you when you go to this first try mar show there's so many different voices in the band amongst the the instrumentation so there's there's all these things that get revealed i feel like throughout the show you know it might not be till the seventh song in the set or something where where brett starts singing lead and it's like oh fuck this like this dude can like also sing and shred on guitar and so he can <laughs> sing <laughs> boy can when tries. he when he chooses <laughs> um, um as far as the changes like in the band kind of having sean the the trumpet player and and one of the other voices in the band kind of step back for a bit and inserting vaughn i feel like all of that happened from an out, outside perspective like rather smoothly um why like what do you guys think or or how do you guys think this band is kind of em- embraced change so smoothly throughout those times um i think we like i mean uh when we knew that Sean was going to be leaving um, for like you know a period of time or whatever it was, it was kind of a little bit nebulous. But um, <clears throat> Vaughn was kind of just our first pick because we had known her for maybe a year or more at that point. And when we were like, okay, Sean's leaving, we need to find someone else. It was kind of just a no-brainer, and so it yeah, it transitioned very smoothly um, just because we already knew each other pretty well and um yeah so yeah it out. and i think uh that you know deep down we all wanted to keep playing music and we had formed such a strong bond before and like such a strong energy before i feel for myself personally there was like a little bit of a wavering of like oh like you know if one person's leaving like is it going to be the same like how are we going to like maintain that and then when Vaughn's name was brought up as like, hey, let's uh, ask her if she would like to come play music with us. It like, for me personally, it was like, oh yeah, that's like, yeah, like let's do that. And then when we talked to her and kept making music, <laughs> it was like, yes, let's just keep making music and like, don't stop, like, don't stop It was that. It was one of those things for me when uh, Robert was actually the first person to suggest Vaughn, just like, and we were, we were just like, I mean, I immediately was kind of dumbfounded as to how I hadn't thought about about it before. And it just seemed to click and it just made sense. And I think the same with, uh, with Kyle, with working with Kyle, it's just been, you know, so natural working with him, you know, like he came in to play, you know, sax parts on a couple of things for us we'd seen him play with Cherimoya and uh, now he plays with Just Pretend um, and some other projects but he um, it was just so natural playing with him and he was just so good you know as far as like fitting in with the music it was just kind of like there was no turning back after that it was like all right well we'll just, just another member you know like he just kind of and his energy really fits also as well as Vaughn's it's it's, you know we're all also really good friends you know and it's it's like a it's a you know it's a it's that's I think reflective in the music because what makes it unique is is our collaboration with each other it's it's not necessarily anyone's individual musicianship you know what I mean? It's the way we interact with each other because we know each other very well musically, as well as, 
you know, outside of the music. So it's it's a cool thing. Yeah, I think that definitely comes across in general. Like in the live show, you can tell that, you know, those those relationships seem to like exist on stage. You know, you can tell that that you guys spend a lot of time honing the craft, and um, it's also I think just your commitment level to to this thing is also a, a reflection of that too. Um, yeah, can any of you just speak to like? maintaining that commitment level and and why it yeah, it seems I, to be a, something that just happens yeah i think that's kind of the reason why we all really started too i mean when we met dre when me and brad and aaron were always playing and then tiggy came in and sean and vaughn really anyone who we ever get together and play with i think like we can kind of tell all right everyone i think is so committed to that to what they believe in which happens to just be exactly what we play you know like and it all comes together perfectly in the tribe is and that's what i really love about it. i feel like everyone can express themselves how they're comfortable and we can just work on that yeah. and everyone brings their element into the band and everyone's really receptive and and i think that's what has brought us really from the beginning i think that's what we all had in mind and that's why I think we f we vibe well with so many different members and whatnot because really I think everyone is cool to play music with a bunch of people that are just committed to really just just music and not trying to make it one thing or another or with certain people or another. It's it's cool to be a part of yeah something that's actually super, really collaborative. Like I don't think there's that many bands that are really as collaborative as we are or as we can't even be you know like yeah. for future things it's cool it's nice that we can just kind of keep going everyone's just so committed we don't even really think about losing or gaining members you know and those are things that just happen because they can and and reality is i mean that is the reality of the situation <laughs> it's like things just kind of keep going yeah and, and i think on an individual level too like each one of us have been playing music in some form or another for like you know most of our lives and like i have like always wanted to play music and keep playing music and like in a way like tribe mars is kind of a vessel for us um you know like i know i've been playing music since i was pretty young and aaron and i started playing together when we were like 10 you know and then we ended up here in tribe mars and um it's a way to like keep pushing and and keep creating yeah everyone just wants to keep developing and keep express you know and, and keep learning that's what else is nice too it's nice to not try and put an emphasis on what we want to play in, in terms of a genre it's just in terms of how we want to keep yeah, experimenting what and what yeah, and what we want to say it. really what we want to focus on how we represent ourselves in our own lives and whatnot it's like i think it's it's super beautiful to see you know really just my friends being able to express themselves as as openly as they they want really and we practice a lot too and i my personal feelings on that is like i come to tribe mars practices like sometimes after working you know a regular job during the day or not and i'm like ready to go i'm like yeah let's go like i've never i don't think i've ever come to a tribe mars practice and felt yeah, like, like it's work oh i gotta like do some song that i don't want to do and like this and that like even when it's songs that i'm not on like i sit there and write lyrics or like i like 
yeah, mostly write lyrics and stuff because it's like that's what I'm here to do. It's like write lyrics and I'll write lyrics, other lyrics like over the beats, whatever songs they're playing, and just like this is like, hey, I'm hearing like live beats being played. Like what other like what other place is better than putting on headphones listening to beats? Like, come on, come on. Yeah, I would just. I love it. I just. Imagine, I love it. I just imagine that creates such a different energy too when you're walking into the practice space and everybody is like pretty stoked to be there and like wanting to see what somebody has come up with that that week and just kind of keeping the fire going and um but i would also imagine you know as good a musicianship that that exists in the band in the creative minds you know there are are the times where ideas can clash and i don't know yeah it's kind of something I don't Dre- think that's ever happened on Drive Mart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and if, if, I mean, that's the thing. And if I mean, it has, I, I feel don't like if remember. it happens, it's I don't remember. By oh, the, at, a week, on, I mean, Drake. a couple, a week or two later, if there's, if there's something I feel like we've all written, there's always a moment where I feel like we all kind of look around and we're like, eh. Like, if, if, if things clash and we don't feel things like necessarily sound that great, I mean, it comes out in the music. I feel like the songs that end up holding. Oh yeah, are la- are the ones that, I mean, we just keep playing them. I mean, we definitely have wrote songs that we don't play anymore, you know, and or yeah, we've never played live and we're not gonna ever record. But I just think that's that's kind of just part of songwriting, I guess, or and arranging kind yeah. of. But as far as like, you know, if you're that vulnerable in front of each other to want to you know show you show your ideas and, and be vulnerable in that way i'm sure you're also honest enough to be like yo this this really isn't oh, working yeah. like we've been trying to make this thing work but like yeah. this isn't oh, working. Yeah. oh yeah that, oh, yeah, that and people are blunt time. i mean we're blunt i mean we get, we're also brutal with each other sometimes i mean for sure we'll tell it is good yeah constructive i mean criticism we give yeah, each other constructive yeah. criticism constantly and part of it is i feel that like we have to there's like seven mm-hmm. of us sometimes brimming on eight of us and it's like well if you have something to say like say your idea or else like it's not going to get said there's six other ideas that can get said and like that's like if you grew up in like a big family or whatever like which i didn't but like it's kind of like that mentality it's like everybody's their own individual saying their own thing there's a lot of us and like it's fun <laughs> i uh yeah the the dynamic is is interesting it can be it's definitely conducive to creating new ideas and i think that the most the uh one of the things that we all have in common or i think that collectively have a vision of is that like none of us i don't think know exactly how the music we want to be making sounds but we want to be making something that's new and we want to be pushing things in a new direction and continue to push ourselves and try to make music that is hard to classify. You know what I mean? And um, I think that that is just kind of like what we end up, like where our commonality lies in this project. You know what I mean? In this group and, and as you know, a collective of individuals, you know, or whatever. Yeah, and I would imagine that there's there's some some common influences here and there, but having so many people from different backgrounds mm-hmm. in the band, like there's going to be a lot of influences thrown in, and I'm sure you guys are showing each other a lot of different music all of the time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of tapping into their creativity and getting people excited about things. Mm-hmm. I've definitely heard a lot of new music 
hanging out with Dre. He's got record player and a bunch of bunch of yeah, a bunch of couple records laying around, you know. He doesn't really take very good care of them. They're just laying around in piles. Every now and then in the sun. Every now and then he pay, he takes one out, you know, throws it on the turntable, puts a rusty needle on there. And some good tunes come out. Unless I've sat and hanging out with Dre and gotten super inspired listening to listening to some vinyls and stuff that I've never heard, would never have heard and yeah, it feels good to listen to good Brett music. told me he didn't like jazz when I first met him. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's like, always like showing me, oh, have you heard the new, like, whatever, this, that, Best that. in the world. He's like going to jazz shows and whatnot, studying, yeah, solos and shit. <laughs> That's exciting, too, though, when you see somebody like a, a barrier kind of broken down, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just yeah. like... <laughs> as far as uh, production on on the record, um, do you guys feel like you had to approach things from a kind of a different mm. a different vision for for putting these things onto onto record, or was it the same approach as what you're doing with the live show? Because interesting, very interesting question. Yeah, that that I think I think making this album was really interesting for us because i think we definitely we had to uh adapt to so we recorded it all we tracked it all and i do i think we all would agree we're a pretty live band that's something that i think we uh, that's what we take into consideration when we write i think we look at it as pretty live you know we don't or we like to be able to kind of be free in it and tracking I think was kind of a process for us that we didn't really think about so it was interesting to do both but it was still also really fun and I think it's going to be exciting to make our next album because I think just that whole it'll be interesting to see what we can do differently this time and I mean I don't know we had a blast doing it we spent a ton of time doing it a ton of energy doing it It everyone went in I mean yeah we had a blast like yeah we were all just in a room for for literally day you know like I mean over a year we were in there for I don't even know like probably weeks worth of time like just individually people in and out and or all together a few of the times trying to get good mix and everyone you know it was super fun so yeah i think we did take the opportunity of like it not being us in a room making music live like being that we tracked it we took the opportunity to like bring in some elements that are not in our live shows which i i personally think is kind of cool because like i mean it's. I think it's nice to see a band who comes and plays and they sound exactly like their record, but at the same time, it's also nice to like see a band and then listen to the record and there's like some different stuff there and it doesn't sound the same every time. But, um, we, but we've also got elements of... So like we've had a few people record us who have gone completely the other way as far as like, you know, producing things in a way that like, you know just was a little over the top and so it's kind of like it's not really it still has a live feel you know what i mean it's definitely got like a live it kind of it overall feels i mean the main yeah main additions yeah main additions were like full horn sections and some like uh some backup vocals and stuff like that that we don't really have in our live shows that um it was nice it kind of just expands the sound and it's 
it's cool in its own way and our live stuff is cool in its own way they're like you know um yeah yeah i feel like as somebody who knows a lot of the songs that are on the record it it's it is cool hearing like some different takes on it and it does have a little bit of different live feel and there definitely is some you know some different background things going on that that add to the production and everything so it was like a lot it was a lot of fun listening to what you guys did with it but it still does you maintain. heard it yeah it hasn't come out yet. i know <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy insider edition <laughs> um yeah but it i don't know it does i feel like it it does make you it does make me want to like oh what's this band like live like obviously i already have the, the insight on it but i think anybody that that hears the tracks is going to be excited to see what it is like live and then when they when they get introduced to that which is you know obviously where a lot of the magic happens in that in that live setting like i think it's going to kind of blow people away that that haven't seen it live yet so um yeah was there was there anything that kind of just surprised you guys as far as songs that that sound like way different than you you thought they ever would i think some of the songs that we don't um it's interesting because the to me my favorite songs on the album are the ones that we have played the least since the album kind of was was made and I think that's partially because, you know, you, you get kind of tired of songs playing them so much and, you know, thinking about them, over, you know, all the time and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, it, there are certain songs that are it's just kind of cool to hear, like, that I think have grown on a lot of us, like, you know, that in the beginning people weren't as into or you know thought weren't even gonna we're talking about not even putting on the yeah. album and well, stuff like that and on the flip side too there's like at least one song that comes to mind or like a couple that we thought were gonna be great and then we listened to them and we're like i don't know if that really fits you know <laughs> which like i think that's a good thing like yeah. being able to yeah. be like you know what this is not gonna work like let's not try to force it um yeah. Yeah, which was kind of interesting. Like there was a song that I was like, "This is gonna be great," and then we listened to it back and we're like, "I don't know if that's." Yeah. 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 That that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like as far as the balance though, like throughout the twelve tracks, is it is like, it's it is a nice balance and like it does introduce things nicely and just as far as the flow and everything, just especially I think having the different, like so many the four different voices on on the record you know i think are uh i don't know it always feels like i'm listening to the same band still you know it never like takes me out of it you know yeah like, that's good and, good to hear yeah and everybody definitely has their own fl- flavors and stuff but it it just feel and it which keeps like the listening experience i think keeps it like pretty fresh but also very cohesive still um tiggy i know you did uh you made like this comic book yeah, that goes in the the vinyl package. I'm super pumped for this vinyl. Yeah, um, I put together a little book, uh, and I started a few years ago actually when we took a road trip uh, down uh, south California where these guys are from. Aaron, Robert, and uh, Brett. Yeah, that's his name, Brett. <laughs> easy, and, uh, easy to forget. We had a good time, dude. We went and stayed uh, with uh, Aaron's family and um we just it was super fun i brought all this drawing stuff down there and i started sketching out just ideas from like just being out there and then when i came back 
kind of slowed down on it but then as the album as we started going to the sessions the listening sessions and like you know mixing the tracks like I started getting more excited so I pulled out all the drawings again I was like dude I love these drawings and I just started working on them again and and just went to town put them into the digital world and just kept going at them and then finally it was like okay guys check this out sent sent them the PDF and they're like okay yeah let's like let's do this yeah let's add it does, does the uh, the story of that like go along with each track that, that is played or is it just kind of its own thing it's one of those it's one of those pop culture things where you put on the album and at a certain time in on the album you, you first you start out staring at the cover then it's at a certain time in on the album you open it to the first page and then as you look at each page you really just intake the lyrics each page kind of kind of goes with the song and you just you intake it and then you just turn each page and then after a while you turn all the pages and you're at the end and you're you got a smile you on saw your it face. all <laughs> you saw and heard it heard it all <laughs> did you do the album artwork as well i did not that was uh black ink arts which is uh, a brother duo out of philadelphia and dre knows them he's uh he, he knows them personally yeah john and, and dave uh, swartz and john he's dave. uh yeah he's done other stuff for us and uh, so when we came to the album, we're like, we want something original. Let's ask him. And yeah. Yeah, I get really a lot happy of stuff uh, done from them. They did the Brown Calculus logo. Uh, done. They did, they did some uh, artwork for me for a beat tape that I never ended up putting out. <laughs> That might that I might end up, you know, you know, down the road might be one of those like. Lost, it's coming out like, on July sixth. Actually, he's gonna drop that beat tape <laughs> on July sixth. <laughs> Man, that thing—that's a whole nother interview. Right on. Um, yeah. Is this the first time any of you guys have had something put out on vinyl? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't. Yes. Sure, you're super pumped about that then. Yeah, that's that's it's yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah. And we put together the, the so we got the records pressed locally over at Cascade, and then we, um, and then we, uh, we put the record together over at Finity. Yeah, I'll take care of that later. Uh, if you leave it. Yeah. Uh, over at Finity, where Robert and Aaron work. Um, and that's where we printed the comic book and put it together and we put the record in the jackets and shrink wrapped them and you know put everything together there yeah kind of um, kind of hand packaged them as a family and everything exactly yeah it was, that's pretty it was cool sweet. yeah 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 so you Brought guys some just beers over there only had the actual records pressed over there they didn't really well, do anything no. and we, we had the got jackets, them at jackets. cascade yeah, yeah yeah for sure so they sent they were sent over without jackets they just had the sleeves and so we we put them in the jackets and saved a bunch of money yeah shrink wrapped them <laughs> shrink wrapped them but that was a fun process you know putting it all together and you know because i'm a, i'm a record head and so it was it's really cool to have have that you know something i've been a part of and now i actually have yeah, that one, and the brown calculus is on the way, and the uh, the pariahs got like a f- we got five records pressed, and from I don't know some kind of 
service and it ended up getting here it was like 40 dollars each and yeah you know it was yeah, mad yeah, expensive sure. they we the records get here they're all like bent up and then <laughs> one of the sides like has so much noise on it man i get like the a side on my copy is just whoo they, but it's still nice kind of to have it you know what i yeah, mean even that, though it's like momento, a man. it's like a bootleg of our ep <laughs> they didn't they didn't leave them in the sun long enough yeah right exactly (laughs) no that's that's super dope and and as a like record collector myself and a fan of of the tribe like i'm super pumped to like throw that tribe mars vinyl in my collection you know yeah definitely and i'm sure sure all the folks that have been like following you guys hard for like the last couple years will have that same feeling and want to support like that piece um so what's up aaron you are banned from talking since we did the documentary (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tiggy banned me from talking for some reason. Um, I don't know why, really. That's fine. I just want. I, I, I've been actually admiring, like sitting back and admiring what everyone has to say. It's, um, you know, everyone puts their own voice to the same story that I would tell, and it's kind of nice just hearing it from a distance, honestly. But um, yeah, right on. Well, I know you guys got uh, this rehearsal here to dive into. So yep. Um, yeah, thank you guys for just hanging, and I'm super stoked for yeah, you guys. I just want people to know that the album is uh, it's it's self-released, self-funded, self-packaged, and uh, self-titled. Labor of <laughs> love. <laughs> Labor of love. Yeah, buddy. Um, we were excited to share it with you all. Yeah. I'm yeah, ob- definitely. Obviously, a uh, big fan of what you all do and other projects that you're all involved in and whatnot, so... Uh, stoked for everybody to to get their ears on this and hopefully like some some weight off you guys' shoulders to kind of release this thing into the to the universe and kind of move on to the to the next thing as well but thank you for that documentary you've always been there supporting us yeah yeah, it's cool man it's a the, the doc is cool now because it's just like another snapshot of a certain time of this thing because exactly. yeah. man I, I had so much fun making that but i remember being at that that first duck first show that you guys played after and, and i was watching that and i was like fuck man i wish we were filming this <laughs> i know like, that show was our, epic because yeah. the secret society show was was super dope but like yeah. sean was not like really planned to be there but luckily he was there for a couple songs and and kyle wasn't really a member of the band yet exactly. necessarily he yeah, was kind of yeah. and and obviously the recording sessions kind of made that more of a necessity to have no, him that was a in the live show and I've, that was I've, a great show i love to the energy that night was sensational yeah i think i watched you uh your your eyes rolled back in your head yeah. at a certain <laughs> oh, point man. i was just like dre is not even with us he's just i had something a, is happening on I the keys still sipping on a special tea a special <laughs> brew god <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> but also, shout out to uh, Adam Sweeney who who oh, mixed yeah. our album and put up with us for a long time. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Adam. Absolutely, yeah. man. I also want to say uh, we play music with a bunch of other people as part of like a big collective called Hive Mind Collective, and uh, there's a bunch of artists um, represented there. And check them out. Yeah, because it sounds uh, good. Adverse Effects, the Priors. Corgi and Bass and ourselves. Um, yeah. Check all those guys out if you haven't already. And check out High Mind Mondays once oh, a month yeah. over there at the Alberta Street. Yeah, apparently we might be, be in on that <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um, right on. Well, uh, 
like I said, I appreciate the fuck out of you guys. I, I think it's very clear that Thanks, no no member is like bigger this than this thing, and uh, yeah, like not not even a uh, a knock to you, Brett. But at the uh, <laughs> when we're at the the sold out kickoff show that went down over there at the uh, I don't even know where we're at, but you guys were opening for for Sir at the the sold out festival. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's so cool to, to just kind of see like the different shows go on because it took me like three songs to realize that like Brett isn't even here I was like oh fuck that's not even like a shot at you it's just like a testament to like I think like no person like being bigger than the band though and, like, yeah, yeah. and, and just how how you guys like adapted in that situation or that like my parts just aren't really you know that but that's crazy because like you you have like definitely have some of my favorite songs like we're gonna play it out with O to an elder and that's like easily one of my favorite try mars songs thanks so, man um we end every episode with the guests of the show saying it's a program so if you guys want to give us a good it's a program all together we can sail this thing out it's, it's a, a program. program. There it is. That's Try Mars, everybody. Check out their new self-titled record. Uh, much love to everybody. And this is uh, this is O2 and Elder off the off the new record. Don't forget July sixth over at Mississippi Studios with Dan Dan and uh, Astro Tan, one of my other favorite bands in town. So uh, we will catch you on the flip Flop. side, Portland. Flippity flip. Flop flute flute.
It's, it's a, a program. program.